Hello and welcome to the Over Under Chiefs, the only podcast in the world that talks about sports and gambling. I'm one of your host, Alex McCoy. Joining me as always, two guys who would consider leaving Michigan for an NFL job is Jason Waterfalls and Andre Three Stacks. You go first, Andre. You know what you got to do here. You're not going to do it in the second segment, so. Uh, gentlemen, I'm doing well. The University of Georgia Bulldogs are playing for a national championship on Monday night. Let's go. Let's do it. We're, we're going to talk, talk all about national championship stuff at the, ba- at the back half of the episode. So that's what you call, I don't want to like, podcast explain you guys, that's what we in the biz call a tease. So we want people to hold on. Here's to a tease. Life. I've asked my wife to not be home while Andre's in town. So okay. you've got a bed or a half of a bed, however you want to look at it. So available. Wow. So I feel like no for the audio. Not sure where Jason Waterfalls is at. Uh, emotionally, <laughs> mentally, spiritually, sexually. Here's the thing. I'm coming to Indianapolis to pick up that bowl bet with Jason real quick. <laughs> so that's what yeah. I'm looking at. It that's what so, I'm looking It was so close, though. <laughs> it was not close. It was it was a neck and neck, really, up there until the end. So uh, it's good. It's good. But th- th- we're excited because, um, you know, uh, Usually, Andre joins us at the back half, but this is a special episode. It's the first of the new year, um, and we want to do some predictions. So we, uh, since he's much better at seeing the future than either of us right now, we thought, hey, let's bring him into this conversation. Then we can really celebrate the uh, Georgia-Bama National Championship game coming up um, at the back half of that. So everybody so, strap uh, in for a lot of college basketball talk because Andre is hot. That's sweet, sweet college b-ball. We are definitely going to get there. Uh, before we do that, as always, the Overrunner Chief is a proud member of the Popcast Media Group. is a show intended to consider news from the sports world, the prism, movers, and unders. Again, we're not experts. We do this for entertainment. We do this for camaraderie. And we will always tell people to gamble responsibly. So, boys, like how, how we like, let's just do a vibe check. Not necessarily about you know, any one particular thing, but just in general. How, how are you guys feeling now and how are you feeling about the year 2022? Definitely excited. Yeah. I mean, it's uh... – Coming off a, a nice Christmas uh, holiday uh, season, uh, rolling into 2022. Let's, uh, yeah, feeling good. Let's, uh, let's go. All this man can think about is his smoker and his dogs in the national championship game. So everything is very. I can't get past like Monday, so I'm not looking much <laughs> first at that. It's a it's a short schedule well, right welcome now. Welcome to a 365 day prediction <laughs> where all Andre can think about is Monday and the dogs play. Listen, Jason, I'm going to hit you with something that is going to be shocking, uh, but I need you to hold on for dear life about this, okay? You, you binged ready? all of Drive to Survive while, no, during I your time off. I, d- I didn't even think about that. He's that in his Max Verstappen jersey right now. <laughs> Knox would be so, such a Max Verstappen fan. Listen, as you know, uh, I feel like that was an insult, and I don't even care about that because it's a stupid sport. So, as you know, uh, I'm having some work done on my house, right? Some contractor stuff. Um, was uh, at dinner with uh, Andre and Mrs. Three Stacks the other night. We started talking about contract stuff, uh, contractor stuff. They mentioned they needed a contractor. So Ashley uh, was like, hey, I'll give you the name. I was like, great, that sounds wonderful. Uh, so via text, Ashley uh, transmits the name over, <laughs> which is the first time I learned the contractor's name. Do you want to guess what the contractor's name is, Jason? <laughs> this is like the biggest setup I've ever heard in my life. So, no, I'm not going <laughs> to guess a random name out of the blue, but I'm very This intrigued. is a true story. His name is Jeremy Renner. What? Are you like right? Mrs. was very excited about this. You've had a man in your house doing construction, probably sweating, glistening, yeah. being just yeah. absolutely gorgeous and incredible, named Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Not a fan and of myself, obviously. Hawkeye was great. And you didn't do anything about it? 
had some casual conversations. Great guy. Love his work. Really does a great job. I had no idea what his name was. I just knew Jeremy, Jeremy one and Jeremy two. Cause we have two Jeremy contractors. Oh and then that, well, via text was the first time I learned that his name was also Hawkeye's name. So. <laughs> Did you? All right. So let's, let's rank him one to 10 on how uh, sexually attracted to him. You were before you knew his name and then yeah. after. Okay. Well, you know, it's uh, with me, it's not about sex. It's just about people. I'm just people guy. Sure. People, person, okay, people attraction them for who they are. <laughs> I just I'm attracted to his work. I'll tell you that. I'm really and I'm I'm eager to hear uh, Andre's uh, evaluation of his work too uh, if they do uh, indeed uh, start using him. So, I thought that was a great way to start the year, honestly. That was a great omen for me personally. So, I feel like we're all experiencing good omens. Jason, did you have like a good omen today happen for you? Maybe? Did I, I don't know. <laughs> I was just backing into the 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 literally the backing into goal. your basketball goal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. No, that was that was actually five days ago. Shout out Nest oh, okay. for when you were at Sorry. home. That was still 2022. Yeah, I right? wasn't home, so and then I, I just looked outside today, and I was like, my basketball goal is not in the same spot. That's interesting. I don't remember moving it. Oh, it's damaged. And then I went and looked on the Nest doorbell, and it had been moved by the back of a trailer that someone backed into it and moved the goal. It's one of those you know portable water bottom goals, but... Sure. Hey, don't get self-conscious. It's still a great basketball goal. <laughs> I wasn't self-conscious until you just said that. I was trying to explain how the basketball goal could move. Sure. No, I have one of those two. Not an Let me just ask a quick question, though. Mm-hmm. Having your contractor's name be Jeremy Renner, you said is an right. omen. Yeah. I think an omen could be negative or positive, correct? Uh, I'll, ask, I'll ask Google, can omens be good? Because I feel like they can, but um, <laughs> I, you're right. I've never heard about a good omen. Okay, so. I was going to say, <laughs> no, you're right. You're going and asking <laughs> if omens can be good, and you've already labeled this an omen, and you're super excited for 2022. So it's already kind of a confusing vibe, and uh, yeah. I like that for this year. Let's all be confused um, together. God, this is, see, this is tough because I said, are there good omens? I asked Google. I just put <laughs> it into direct the, the abyss of Google. And Google's like, God, are you for real? Like, good omens is a show. How am I supposed to answer this question? So undetermined, but I do. I see, I see your point. I hear your point. And I might understand that your neighbor backed over your basketball goal and just didn't do anything about it. That's correct. They were like, that is they didn't correct. leave a note? Yep. I'm not going to go into <laughs> any more specifics. Okay. Pending litigation. Got yep. it. No, totally understand that. I've got, I've got um, the okay. video now recorded and everything like that. And Are you going to confront them? Are you going to be like, yo, look at this sick video on my phone. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm going to do it. Real passive aggressive. You know what I mean? Great. Love it. Quick question. The good, only way. Good, yep. good omens. A CBS sitcom. Go ahead and cast yeah. it. Oh, see, because that's out. Is that out right now, or is that an old one? Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. It just sounds like a CBS sitcom that that you would watch. It feels like an Edward Norton Jr. Like not him, but a it's son. a good <laughs> place. It's a good place Edward sequel. Edward Norton Jr. Good place sequel. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like they're like, okay, I know. Like we, well, I won't spoil the end of Good Place, but you know, it it, it feels a little tough to come back from what they everyone do, dies. So. We'll leave it there. Um, okay, predictions. You guys want to get into some predictions? Some six sweet predictions here. I thought this was good because, you know, obviously, if you listen to the podcast uh, on Wednesday, this is the typical thing we do at the first week of every season. We try to make some pop culture predictions. I thought it'd be cool to kind of translate to, that to the world of sports. So I feel really confident about mine. I think you guys feel really confident about yours. Um, I'll lead off with the first one. And this is uh, go ahead and lock it down because it's definitely happening. I think Urban Meyer has over one and a half more scandals in him this year. Um, could be sexual, could be any kind of stuff. Could be BDSM. I don't know. Could be financial. I don't know. Um, could be like a like a money lending scheme. I don't know. But I feel very confident that he's going to be in the news a lot more than we thought he would be. Are you counting his one already with uh, his ex player kind of calling him out for what uh, sort of 
not to wear a hood in the locker room. Uh, Listen, that whole uh, – I'm not going to count that. That okay, feels cheating okay. because I did know about that. So he uh, – uh, the player – long story short, the player who uh, ended up I, – I can't remember his name and I apologize. He retired um, right prior to the Rose Bowl and then uh, did this epic tweet thread about like how college football kind of sucks. And he talked about his first day at Ohio State. They showed him a picture of Trayvon Martin wearing a hood. And they are like, this is why we don't wear hoods. Don't wear hoods. Oh, and my like, gosh. What? I've not heard of this. So Urban Meyer, they were like, here to comment, and he was like, he that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he was like, that's never happened. Take it to Jesus Christ himself. That's never happened. And at the end of the article, it was like Urban Meyer admitted that it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. It's just like Urban, like Urban Meyer, like, you know we have the internet and like people, and they will talk about what you just did. Okay, so, so you knew um, about that one, and you're still going with the over of two? Yeah, so you're acting like that cleaned it out, like he's good. Do you feel confident that he's good? No, I was definitely going with one, so I was going to have to take the under. But if there's already one out there and then you think there's going to yeah. be two more, that's another hefty year for your boy UM. 100%. There's going to be uh, – do you remember when Rand Paul got in a fist fight with his neighbor and got, like, destroyed? I feel like there's going to be a situation like that, like Urban Meyer. Did you guys see the picture of his ottoman, his coffee table in his living room? With, with the all the pictures, picture frames. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's insane! I'm just saying, a guy who was willing to put a dominoes of picture frames on his ottoman <laughs> or a coffee table—that's someone. The whole room was covered in picture frames. That's somebody that's overcompensating <laughs> for something, or doesn't just like, yep, print them, buy, buy a it new felt frame. Like, like the living room, a white person's living room from a Jordan Peele movie, and uh, <laughs> this has got to be accurate. <laughs> like, right? Jordan Peele's like, we're not going to look it up. This has to be accurate. Yeah, but also, where does he get all those developed? He didn't take them to Walgreens. <laughs> is there? Does he go online and just submit his you know, camera roll? You and... know what might happen? Every time he lies to the media, he has to buy his wife another picture frame. They're like, Irby, another one, please. <laughs> So instead of a swear jar, I love that. Uh, Andre, hit me with your first prediction. The first one, we're going to go ahead and just knock it out here in, in four or five days, is the dogs are winning the national championship. Lock it in. I'm stunned. Put it on the money line. I'm stunned. Take a minus three. It's happening. I want. I, I need minus two and a half. I need a little bit more money coming in. On, buy it off. You can buy it off. I know, but I want. I want that minus one one ten. I want that plus one hundred. Okay. 100. Okay. Don't. Don't. We're gonna do this later. We're t- okay. remember professional tees. Okay. We're saving it. We're saving okay. it. This is like sting tantric sex with sting. Okay. But <laughs> but UJ football. We're gonna do that later. Now, uh, Andre, would you be interested in a uh, by this time next year the Bulldogs are are uh, planning to go back to back? Would you be willing to make that prediction? It'll be interesting to see what happens quarterback-wise. Hey, Urban Meyer, answer the question. Yeah, no, it's, it's true because if – honestly, if Georgia wins, there's no reason for Stetson to come back. He has the opportunity to come back, but there's no reason mm-hmm. for him to come back. So then you have JT. But then if you are reading any sort of uh, internet rumors, there's Caleb Williams rumors that he's coming Ooh. to Athens. I think if Pass. that happens, they – right. They lose three or four quarterbacks if that happens. You're looking at losing Stetson, JT. We need to Carson say this Beck. because why would Stetson leave? He's not going to the NFL. But he doesn't. But he needs, why would you come, come back, back after winning the national championship? No, go out on top. There's no. I think go out where? Back. Out to his insurance job? Sure. You're Maybe. a G- Georgia legend. You can get any job you want. Yeah, that's, you can go that's, SEC Network that's three that's or fair. something. Yeah, like there's no reason to put yourself back through the scrutiny. Don't of you come back the, and fake uh, an injury just so you're on the next team? And like, what oh, could so have that's been? interesting. He's like Kirby. Fair, listen, I know. I, think you, I don't want to leave yet. Yeah, but no, I'm, I think you I'm just not going to ride out on 
Kirby's you go like on top of Kirby's shoulders out the stadium <laughs> and said, "I'm not, I'm not playing anymore." Listen, Andre, I'm talking you... about the real loser here, which is JT Daniels, <laughs> because every time they show him on the sideline, I just been like, "Man, your facial hair is still terrible," and it just didn't happen for you this year. And it makes and sense Andre, I know you, he... like, I know you know a lot more about the dogs than I do. I don't think anybody's riding Kirby Smart's shoulders out of any stadium. <laughs> How dare you? He, I, I think he, I think he squats at least two eighty. He played Over... SEC football. He's a he's he can, he's a dude. He's good. I think 100%. Um, I Man, if I was Caleb Williams, I think I'd be like, I need to see some more offensive creativity before I come there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to see it before but I he, myself But he's like a 10x J, uh, Stetson, though. He likes he to is. run. He can he's, he can sling it. Let's – Todd Mocking can, can dial him up some good plays. and I kind of even – He could bring Mario Williams like a, with him, his guy from Oklahoma at wide receiver. He, I mean, he could be a more. Uh, this feels weird, but he feels like a better Justin Fields. Does that feel weird? Is it no, weird? no, it doesn't. But yeah. he'll have an elite all offensive line to play behind. I, yeah, I don't know. So you heard it here first. George Bulldogs playing for back to back national championships. Actually. Here's a yeah, prediction: boom, Caleb boom, Williams to LSU. Is that oh. is that your official prediction, or you just yeah. really the real okay. prediction is Caleb Williams to USC? That's where he's going. Oh, man, I mean, right? That makes a lot of sense. I think, but. Um, Mm, I don't know. He seems like a really cool guy. I really like him. I like that he stayed, even though he could have transferred. And he's like, I'm going to play in this meaningless bowl game. But it feels too easy for him to go to USC. But what if he went to South USC. Carolina? <laughs> that would be so incredible. And Rude Rattler's like, what? Listen, what? Listen, let's start a GoFundMe for Caleb Williams to make like $50 million to just follow around Spencer Rattler for the rest of his life. When Spencer Rattler is like working at Home, Home Depot – like Caleb yeah. Williams is works at Menards and Lowe's at the same time. <laughs> yep. And just like He's like, guess who the swing shift supervisor is? <laughs> yeah boy. <laughs> God, I love this so much. This okay, so I like this better than the Coach O uh as a as a food truck uh uh, uh attraction. No, 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 that's still incredible. Yeah, but I can who did we, who did like we have? Um it was uh, the Florida coach and, and then uh, Coach O. Oh, Dan Van Mullen Lund. and Coach O. Oh, in, yeah. in Nashville. Van, 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 Van. Yeah. yeah. Still, still, still are with 24-7 camera access. Oh, my God. Gosh. That's like that's like horror movie Remember the Titans, right? <laughs> that's like basically that version of they, it. Two, two years in, they went, they win 11 games. Fact. <laughs> Fact. Everyone's going there. The, hey, by the way, which so is kind fun. of – We've thrown this – We've kind of thrown this around with that joke a couple of times, but the, the first – um, team to do hard knocks in season in college is going to have an incredible recruiting class the next year. Oh yeah, how, how is that not happening? I don't know if there's a legal issue there. I think uh, it's a that's... coach thing too. None of those coaches want that much access. Oh, well, that's true. They want the players. That's true. Dan Mullen and Coach uh, O do. Okay, so uh, over under two and a half games before Coach O makes a run at Dan Mullen's wife and pulls something. <laughs> yeah, up. she already kisses everybody. It's fine. There's big signals. Tootsies on, on Broadway. <laughs> the answer, like, Coach the answer o, is Coach O misinterpreted the signals. So they thrown out. I apologize. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Couldn't stop laughing. Uh, Jason, do you want to sneak draft? I was going to jump in, and then <laughs> you just kept doing it better and better. Uh, snake draft or uh, classic uh, draft mode? Yeah, let's go snake draft. I'll go for two. Okay. Notre Dame's going to win more games than LSU. Ooh, spicy. Um, we'll get to this in the Surrender Cobra, but poor Marcus Freeman. We really wanted him to start out his career on top. Who's we? He did He did for 30 <laughs> minutes, uh, the whole yeah. podcast, because we 
encourage each other. We're positive. <laughs> we believe no, only on the wins. We, exactly. we said that last week. Only on the wins, not the losses. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I think Notre Dame's going to have more wins than LSU. Uh, I, I know that that's a little bit um, baked in towards uh, not being the, the hottest take in the world because sure. Notre Dame's got a returning coach, a returning a lot of players. LSU needs some help, and they've got a new coach who has a new accent and several other pieces. But you know, I, I know LSU's going to be hitting it hard and getting a lot of transfers in this first year. And um, But I think Notre Dame's going to win more games than LSU. Not – not without looking at the Georgia schedule, or Alabama. Without looking at the schedule, over under nine and a half wins next year for Notre Dame. Over, over. I I almost always like ten. Um, yep. Some years are a little bit down, depending on uh, who's coming in, if it's a returning quarterback or what what the situation may be. Uh, I, I actually like them better with Pine or, uh, dang it, I just forgot the name of the other guy, but I like them. I like them to have a. Uh, 10 wins at least next year. And I, I, I always, think LSU is going to be right at that nine number, something like that, eight, nine. Okay, let me jump the line, Andre, because this is kind of related to mine. Mine is LSU finishes last in the West, but Ooh. does pull off. Jump the line? Snake draft. I get two. You've jumped the oh, jump the line. No, you did the first one, and then you did a second one. What was my second was one? Sir. You did uh, Caleb Williams to <laughs> LSU. You. Right? Didn't you? No. Was that, was, that was a fake one? I'm sorry. No, that's good. I asked you, I Jason. Like, do you real? know who? You yes, do you know real. who Notre Dame start opens the season with next year? Um, without looking, please. I hope it's Bo Nix at all. It's it's away. Oklahoma. It's on the road. Nope. Same first letter though. Ohio State. Oh yeah, oh. that's right. Oh God! Oh, oh, Godspeed, Marcus Freeman, back to back losses. Okay, so like, do let's do a vibe check on Notre Dame. Um, and like for real. Like for real, for save real. it for the save it first round of Cobra. Okay, we'll save it for the round of Cobra. Okay, because so it's, it's, it's not a jump. It's not a good vibe. It's not a good vibe. Okay, good. <laughs> Got it. No, did you I, watch the game? Good. Not a good vibe. I saw. <laughs> I was in a pool while okay. watching the game. Not a good vibe. Okay, so I jumped the line, but you know we don't have to comment on that. But uh, Jason, I guess you're going to go again, again, again. So <laughs> I didn't do the Caleb Williams one. That was a question you, you asked me. I said, "Was it real?" You said, "Yes," and I took your word. Okay, your word was your bond, and then you broke it. So go ahead. You would never last in 1883. Just FYI, never. <laughs> we just started Yellowstone last night. You'll be happy to know that. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, tougher scene. I'm tougher scene. Well, there's there's a couple of tough scenes. It's it's a lot of overreact overacting in the first episode, yeah. which yeah. I get it. They're they're all doing they're figuring out their accents and whatever. There's some gargling going on. There is. Oh, oh man, yeah. There's a lot, but. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you just go Yellowstone accent when you answered that question? Did I just no, pick that I up, did, Jason? No, no, no. You said, "Oh man, oh, are my. we doing a Brian Kelly situation?" We here? can do it. Oh man, no. But uh, I'll tell you what, it is. It is exactly as you cut. It's more dramatic than Succession. It, there's no. Yeah. There's almost no comedy involved. Zero. Absolutely zero. Uh, but the scenery is incredible. The lineup yeah. of people that have kind of overlapping is incredible. And in that first episode. When he has to deal with like the left side of his yard getting messed with and the right side of his yard getting messed with, like that's so awesome. So that, that's fine. All right, there is uh, there turns into comedy relief uh, in the form of Teeter. She is a female cowboy who <laughs> speaks in a way that no one understands, and she. I'm not making this up. She sexually harasses the only black person uh, in the bunkhouse, and he is uncomfortable. But everyone's like, "Ha, cool." Whatever. Are we calling that house the Ponderosa? Why does it? Re- what's a Ponderosa like for, for the real definition? I don't know. I only know it in the survivor context. That's where you go after you get voted off. It's kind of like okay. A I only know it in the couple show. retreats context, yeah. where the Ponderosa is where they have played Guitar Hero against the guy that works okay. there, and Vince Vaughn absolutely destroys him because somehow in 
um, old school. He has uh, Speaker City. Yes, of course. And he sells speakers and other stuff like uh, Circuit City. And then in Couples Retreat, he sells Guitar Hero for a living. Wow, I love it. That's great. <laughs> You're acting like you really? haven't seen Couples Retreat. Now, see, now, okay. Yep. You know Note what? for the I'm audio. Representing... Note for the audio. You no. backed away from the mic. I know exactly what you're doing. That's a great, fantastic movie. I'm representing the Flyovers, who may not know, and I want them to be represented here. So, Couples Retreat? Do you have, do you have another, Jason Bateman? Do you have another prediction, <laughs> Jason? I am bringing the noise today. I will regret all of my NBA Top Shot purchases that Andre and I made in 2021. That is a prediction for 2022. We were hot and heavy on NBA Top Shot purchases, and there's just no conversation about those having value or being fun or exciting or anything anymore. Andre, when is the last time you made a Top Shot purchase? Um, I have bought all of the season threes that have come out, packs. Are you serious? And have, and have sold recently a $275 Okay, that's so interesting. That's not making so the you, threat like, anymore. It's almost like we're the auditors and Andre does not want to get caught with some additional funds. Listen, I never got into any of that, so I don't have any really context. Like, did you guys uh, make money on this? or I have even? made money on Andre this. Andre has definitely I'm, made money on I this. Have, I sold, so I got in on a like one of 100 Paul George card for those unfamiliar with uh, top shot. They're basically like digital NFT type uh, cards. That was the first time I really started hearing about NFT. It right, sold for uh, four figures. Whoa. Just okay. so you know. Um, okay. And then Jason, a you recent, money? I have not sold anything because I've got like the Montes Sabonis and Fred. <laughs> That's Fred, your boy though. Fred. Fred. Oh, I love him. Uh, not hot, not hot in the markets on Top Shot, and like Fred Van Vliet's uh, high school assistant coach. Like I've got one of those. Fred Van Vliet sold for two seventy eight on uh, Monday. Is that you the one you just Fred sold? Van Vliet, right here. And I just accidentally said that. Oh, okay, great. Dang, well, man. that's incredible. Dang, <laughs> good for man. you. Always making money. Incredible. But so you're right, fun. dude. I I used to hear about that all the time, and I've. It's been like four months. I've never heard a word. Well, about I was listening to this week's episode of the podcast with. Yeah, boy, Knox McCoy, uh-huh. and one uh-huh. Jamie Golden. And I heard Knox say that NFTs are uh, out. And then I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, I forgot that I've got a lot of NBA top shots that I need to do something with. You better get rid of that before people start listening, is what I would say. <laughs> or That's if you're listening thing. and you want to buy, buy from me yeah. and not Andre. Got some hot properties. Uh, if you have some basketball players you never heard of, uh, let Jason know. Get at him. Um, Andre, next one. Uh, my next one is going to be... Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers win the Super Bowl, and he returns to Green Bay next year. Oh, I've got that on my list as well. I've got that one too. I've got Aaron Rodgers stays, but Russ goes. Russ is going. Russ is for a hundred percent going. Agreed. And I think that's part of the Seahawks reboot. Is they're like we we're paying the GM and the coach forever. Um, so let's move this uh, start over and see if we can. Catch so you think Pete Carroll's hanging around for a little bit longer too? I think it's um, his contract is like through 2025 and Schneider's okay. is through 2026, I think, or thereabouts. So I think they're like, we got to figure out something with this. Okay. So, and no, I, I think, yeah, I, it'd be interesting to see what, because if, if Russ goes, Metcalf's going to want to go. Like, mm-hmm. I think that you either got to rip it from the studs or. I don't know about I, Metcalf I, because it depends on what happens next. I think I think I could see him like in. yeah, I could see him forcing his way like in training camp if he doesn't like the draft or free agent signings or whatever the case may be. But I, I think Russ is out 
I he's Nosh and I have done this about Pete Carroll. I I think he's out, but the contract just does not point in that direction. To be very clear, Mm -hmm. Rogers stays with the Packers is one of my Mm -hmm. 2022 predictions. I'm going to say that the Packers are not going to win because I think the two top seeds in each conference don't win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. So that's the Titans and Packers. Titans, Packers. Yeah. And then number two is Chiefs and I think the, the Rams currently. So if you take those four teams out, I'm taking two and two out. I think the winner is going to come from a three seed down. Okay, I don't hate that. I kind of like that. Our Bills podcast um, that we once talked about. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. used to be a Bills that's podcast. Dead. That's that, over. That is dead. That's, that's they are Hannah not Montana. winning this Super Welcome Bowl to Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I do have a solid future on the Chiefs. Um, and your boy Brent Johnson, uh, loyal listener, shout out to you, Brent. Uh, I have a future... Uh, for my bet that Jason wouldn't go 500 in bowl betting. So I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to see who's – I may take the Titans. I don't know, with D-Rock coming back, I'm oh, interested man. in the Titans. I, I, I get it, and I actually like, like the Titans the best, but I just don't think that they're going to win three games. Can I just – can I tell you guys why I feel like I'm a toxic person now? Because I feel really good about the Cowboys, and I've bet the Cowboys, mm. and I know that's wrong. I know wait, wait, so why wrong. do you – because I also have that same feeling, so I'm I'm kind of okay. with you. Mm-hmm. But there's no there's hardly any evidence over the last like five games. Uh, I know, right. I know. It's been a tough I just I like stretch. the defense. They've, they've won, but not. That's the thing. It's like I like their defense, and I feel like they have the pieces if they can figure it out. Because Dak, I like the running game. I like that you're not relying on Zeke. I like you know Gallup going out sucks and that hurts. But I don't trust. I, I think a lot of it is I don't trust Green Bay, and I, nobody else scares me, uh, especially the Bucks now. So I'm trying to come up with a game plan. But other than the fact that you're gonna have to go through Green Bay and it's gonna be minus three with snow on the ground, and they're gonna win like thirteen to seven. Yeah. See, it's like I, I and this is um, the same thing I did with like Villanova um, uh, several years ago. I just I'm never gonna believe you until they do it, and then I'm always gonna bet against it. Um, this might be the year, but I also think you can you can move down the field on them if you really want to. Um, do see I. I, I I think going into this year, I thought Aaron Rodgers was destined for the Broncos. I think that ownership situation being in flux, I think that probably scared him off a little bit. And I don't see a reasonable place for him to go now. Uh, so what I think, about yeah. Carolina? No. Oh, my God. They don't have the players around. Rule, would you, would you want to go play for Matt Rule? Would you want to no. do anything with Matt Rule? Would you want to eat it? If Jimmy Christian Jones McCaffrey was healthy about all New season, then yes. Okay, boom. New Orleans is super interesting. New Orleans, New Orleans is, is super interesting, interesting, but that, it, that has to mean that Michael Thomas comes back. Aaron Rodgers is not going there without – What about Taysom Hill, though? As Taysom well, Hill's got to play as a wide you know? receiver. He's really good. <laughs> I look, guys. Honestly, we didn't really get into this when I talked about going to the Bucks game. Uh, I saw Taysom Hill throw two passes uh, in that game, and they. I'm not. I'm not being hyperbolic here. Okay. Obviously, the Saints are better. They won. Blah blah blah. His uh, completions were so in real life, so underthrown <laughs> that the coverage like was like, what happened here? How did this complete a 40 yard pass? It's because the, the receiver ran 60 yards, ran back to 40 yards. It was really, it's, it's strange how in real life you can see how good or bad people are. And Taysom Hill is a horror show in real life. A little life. peek behind yeah. the cur- curtain here. Um, we didn't really get into that as much as anyone would have really liked to, because we still can't believe that you went and saw the worst game that Tom Brady played in 15 years. I can't either. I kind of blame myself for everything that's happening now. And you, know? and you had so, said so for on, the lo- and you said yeah. on audio multiple times that Tom Brady cannot beat the Saints. Yeah, I mean, look, he's only done it once, so oh, always had weird stuff with him. It's that it's that D line, man. Listen, yeah. the, the the listeners, the loyal paying listeners, are asking for just a twenty minute 
your boy, just go. Just <laughs> talk us through the whole from start to finish. We know about the row situation. We know how the game ended. We want to hear almost play-by-play thoughts, concerns, feelings, everything. Yeah, I want to know food as food is mixed in there, as emotions are being felt. Like how many? Like it had to be nachos with with the with the crappy cheese and like a really good hot dog. And then you know what? You were building up to like this thing that you would read about that's incredible mm-hmm. at Raymond James. And you're like, you're you know what? This is the type of person that Knox is. Knox would be like, I'm not getting that. I'm going to punish myself. I'm going back to the nachos with the crappy cheese again. That's what that's what we're doing here. Well, he's like, I'm not leaving because I may miss the one touchdown we're going to see all day, and it <laughs> never came. Go. That's it. I didn't leave my seat the entire time. No bat. No bat. No, that's true. No bathroom break. No food. We didn't oh eat there. Gosh. We didn't leave there. You poor just, man. I just like I strapped strapped it around my neck and I watched it and I was like, God, this was. I deserve. You this. going to live games is making us this. look poor. I I felt poor. I did. You know, it was uh, it was a, it was a tough hang, but hey, lesson learned. Um, let me see here. I'm gonna do. You got two. I'm now. gonna do. Okay, double up. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, I'm going to do NILs are going to get really weird, like really, really strange. Good call. And someone's going to get eight digits. We're talking 10 million. Oh, okay. Someone's going to get it. Uh, I, I want to uh, sidebar. Do you think Milo's Sweet Tea asked Bo Nix for a refund? after the Absolutely. Season? Do you, do you think they're like, hey, can we just get like 50 bucks back just to feel better about do the whole Do you think that everyone the, – the, the car dealership <laughs> – yeah, the car dealership in Oklahoma wants a car back from Spencer Rattler. At too. least one of the two See, I think cars. <laughs> There's going to be a car dealership in the Texas, Mississippi, Alabama area that's like, "Hey, you see my wife over there?" Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here's a blank check. My wife. What do you think? Let's do. It's it. probably Let's going to that Ewers guy. What, what's that? What kid's, what's that kid's name that went to Ohio Who? State? E W E R S. Oh, that's going back to Texas. Yeah, Quinn Quinn Ewers or whatever. Yeah. Did you? He's made already like five million dollars in two cars or something like that. You want to talk about it getting weird? Weird. You're only you're halfway there to a guy that never played to your ten million dollars that you're talking about right now. I th- I haven't read enough and done enough research about uh, the kid that Dion flipped from Florida State um, and the whole barstool angle. Allegedly, I know there's more of that story, and I know stuff's going to come out. And hey, good for him! Like, uh, go wherever you want, you know, and, and take whatever you want. Did you but see what came out this week with Caleb Williams? No. So Charlie Batch, oh, yeah, Charlie Batch Charlie gets Bouch, online. Shout, shout out, not a sponsor, not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Charlie Batch, a, a batch, and not a game above capital, not a sponsor. But he went on and said, "Hey, Caleb Williams, do, would you consider Eastern Michigan? Uh, if not, we'll pay you one million dollars a year to come play football next year." <laughs> See, now we're just talking about straight. On, that's going to work on eventually. Twitter. Now we're talking about just straight contracts at this point. Yes. It feels so strange, but I love it. I love that it's instead of in like, uh, uh, sorry, Jeremy Pruitt, instead of like brown, greasy paper bags in Knoxville, it's on Twitter now. And I get to, I get to be entertained. Yeah. I like and and that, Ryan Rosillo, I mean, shout out another sports podcast. I mean, we basically have the same number of listeners. So I know that overlap yeah. is pretty big. We have a little more, but yeah. Um, but he said it the best that I agreed with from the beginning. Just give this thing a couple of years. There's going to be a lot of people just absolutely spending frivolous money that they probably were anyways. But they're going to double it now that it can be above board. They can brag about it. They can talk about it. They can hang out with the kids, whatever. Like this thing is going to – the ship's going to write or it's going to get absolutely mm-hmm. insane and then get – and then, then the ship's going to write. So I think that this is a great one by you, Knox. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take that compliment. Uh, my, my double up here is uh, the Manning cast will get bought by a streamer. Uh, oh, completely separate? But Oh, okay. Yeah. So are you saying that ESPN is still going to produce it? But it's going to not be on ESPN two. 
Um, no, because they don't. Because then you have to have the rights to the game to show at the same time. See, technically, I don't think they produce. That's all the Mannings. They just show it. They just pay for the rights yeah, to that's show what, that, uh, same, it. Yeah, so that's, that's what I mean, same thing. Yeah. No, but I hear what you're saying. They have to have something to do yes. when they're showing it. So I think that's an Amazon situation. I think it's one of the big streamers that want to get into live sports, will get into live sports, and as a companion with that, they're going to bring in um, the Manning cast. I think it's, this is going to spur, and we're already seeing trickles of, of this a little bit of, uh, let's do other casts. Because I saw A-Rod, A-Rod, they're talking about doing an A-Rod, which... Sure, guys, that would be great. He's I would good. Rather watch he the John is. Krupp he cast. is interesting. No, no, he's not. He's not no, goofy he's not. enough. He is, he's too. No one's watching that. Though. He's too buttoned up. Like Peyton, hear me. Peyton loses his mind sometimes. A Rod will stay so flatline and professional. Yeah, you need you need rise and yeah. falls. That's why you need John Kruk. John Kruk is the guy for this assignment, and he will do it. He will do it well. He'll scratch his balls. He'll bring Lenny on Dykstra, Dykstra from jail. He'll <laughs> be like, <laughs> "You have a collect call from Allegedly. his nails." <laughs> Who's the anti? Who's also... the anti A Rod that could really like Eli? You know, he, he's kind Jose of Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if he was more, game I would watch for that. It, it would be pretty. A Rod. If he I... hadn't already sued ESPN or any everyone else that will listen, it would be good. A Rod oh and Canseco gosh. would be absolutely electric. It would be so good. It would be so good. Uh, okay, Andre, back to you. I'm going. Tiger Woods plays in all four majors. Whoa. I think he plays in less than 10 total events, all four majors, over, under, one and a half cuts that he makes. Over. Uh, okay. I think okay, it's over, I say, too. I say under. I think it's I for under. sure Augusta. Hmm. Yep. They play in St. Andrews this year, and then they go to – I think they play in Oklahoma, Tulsa, something like that, and I could probably look it up. But I think it's one. I think he, he gets there, but he doesn't. I've got this on my list as well. And by the way, I just need to shout out. Um, I've had a, a group of uh, segment producers that are helping me make my uh, predictions or edit wow. mine before okay. coming on the show. It's a little bit of production quality that I bring to the table. Yeah, um, money guy. I've got a staff that I'm paying. Uh, they're going to now ask for money. It's not paid in money. It's paid in Are you getting NILs? Do you have NILs? And you're not telling us? Uh, I'm giving them it's NFTs. I'm giving them uh, NILs. You know what I mean? That's what you're doing with those NFTs. I'll pay you in <laughs> NFTs. Do you bro? like NBA Top Shots? Because I cannot <laughs> find a market for the ones that I bought. Do you remember Bobby Hurley? Not him. Uh, his brother. <laughs> Ricky Hurley. I've got Ricky one of those. Hurley. Uh, one of mine on my list, Andre, is that Tiger Woods is going to win a tournament in 2022. This was originally brought to me as winning a major. And I said, I'm going to edit that one to win a tournament. I'm not convinced he's going okay. to win a major. I think that he's going to end up winning something in Ohio. We're talking about Missouri. like a pro am? Like a, like a pro am? Maybe something with his son. Mm-hmm. They almost did. Okay. Like whatever yeah. it takes. My thing is, I just don't know if he plays in enough like lower tier events. I think he's only gearing up for the majors. You may see him in the players. And then he's going to have his like four, five, six tournaments that are sponsors. And so that gets him at like 10 to 11. Mm. I just don't see him playing many more than that. I know, but if he can just put four rounds together together at one of these TPC courses, he's going to be fine. I don't disagree. And I think that he doesn't, you know, he's talked about how he doesn't hit it as far as he did, but he's still an elite ball striker. And it's going to be, if it is, I think it's a field, a limited, a field sort of event. Maybe it's a GDC, uh, uh, yeah, uh, G, whatever it is, the golf 
whatever the events are that they uh, have the limited of fields. Right. So, oh, yeah, yeah. and I think that's where he's going to potentially win one. WGC. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I was racking my brain so I couldn't credit. help you sooner. I was racking my brain at the same time. I was like, <laughs> I had, I had literally that. The G League, that's the, correct. That's how I look at it. But what is that thing called again? What's the one that Steph shoots threes at? That one? I don't know oh, what the name is. That's, like that's a top. That's a yeah, yeah, that's whatever, a pro-ham. That's American Century Pro-ham. I just want to say credit to me, good job by me, for not asking you guys over under one and a half car wrecks he gets in this year. Okay. I'm not asking that. You did I, No, nobody's – no, no, oh. I didn't ask okay. that. I didn't. I love, uh, I love these bits that you – Are you going to give credit to me? No. Are you going to give credit to me or not? <laughs> this, I'm going to give Mox McCoy credit back to you. Wow. I like how you do these wow. bits, but if we did these bits, you'd be like, okay. And then you double down and then blame it all of it on, back on us. Oh, you've you've misread the vibe. I am all open for those bits. Let's bring those bits. <laughs> yeah, Let's go all the way, all the way. Uh, Jason, double up here. All right, Red Bull, nor Mercedes is going to win the World Driver Championship this season. Okay. The winning driver okay. is going to come from a team that is not Red Bull or Mercedes. Knox, your take on the WDC? Um, to say McLaren. Uh, well, I was thinking Liberty Mutual or McLaren. <laughs> One of those two. One of those two. I feel very confident about that. That's my. That's that's my. But let, let me piggyback that. Okay. I think this is the year I get an F one. Don't te- now. See, are you doing a? I'm just. Are saying, you doing a bit on my list? Bit? Don't do this. It's, it's on my list. It's number three. It's number three. I'm just. Pro- I promise you. I'm not saying I will. I'm saying I think it is. I think it is. I just need some space. Everybody's giving me pressure. You know, I don't I have authority issues. Don't tell me what to do. I've, I, feel like I have not pressured you into it, but I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. You're pressuring me. I don't like this. You're suffocating me. Don't suffocate me. Just let, just let me let me arrive at it at my own pace. Okay. You're going you're to love it more than, more than the Ozark trailer that just came out. Did you watch that? Every time you talk, you're pushing it a month. You're just pushing it another month that I'm going to get Did into Did you see it. Bateman in a power position in that new trailer? Two months three months you know what i mean it's like you're doing this i'm not doing this you're doing this you know so, andre you know. was obsessed with that trailer he was all <laughs> over twitter talking about this trailer what People are if talking. ozarks <laughs> not now show. yellowstone what ozarks if started, is not a show it, it's a, whatever look, from the ozarks ozark is it's plural is it it's not, not it's, i'll allow it it's just I not know. plural the myers the it's Kroger's. confusing though i get it what if, though, what if they join forces like and they started growing poppy at Yellowstone <laughs> and all of the forces combined? Let's go. I'm all in on this. Uh, Rip is their contact. Um, and, and it gets complicated between John, Beth, and Rip because Rip's growing uh, dope, but it's allowed them but can to. Can you imagine Beth grow. versus Ruth? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Uh, I, we have some friends who are, they love Ozark, and every time we go out to dinner, you're going to have to believe this, Jason. Uh, we sit down, and she goes, I don't give a about Marty. And like, it's, it's my favorite thing in the world because it sounds just like Julia Garner. I think I just, pick, I I think, just picture you all at Applebee's, and she orders her second Brutus, and then she just screams that yeah. at her husband. She what what tacos do you like the wontons the, wonton, wonton tacos. we get the wonton tacos and she blows that out uh, Andre I think that's genius I think it's brilliant I think you need to trademark that it could be like Ozark Stone or Yellow Ozark or something uh, crossover event I love it so much let's go with that in 
Uh, Jason, your second one? <laughs> oh, it's back to you. I don't know. I don't know where we are. I've done like three or four. Have you done? Jason, are you here? Let's go. Yeah. I've, what are I've, you doing, Jason? Mine are Have getting used up as kind of like uh, ancillary. All right. I'll, I'll okay. knock out a couple here. Carson Wentz is the new Big Ben. Oh. Big Ben is likely out. Here's a fumbling okay. big guy that's not terrible <laughs> That at football, but kind of you don't trust him, but he can do good and is always injured. Okay. Is he going to sexually harass somebody? Listen, that's between Pretty you right. and Andre. And okay. <laughs> yeah. And his, yeah. And uh, you met the, the, you met the waitress penis. or whatever. Yeah. We, we did. did. The bartender. Yeah. Um, I know big. You say he might be out. He's 100% out. And I know that because I lost on a nine-leg parlay <laughs> because he didn't throw for over 105 yards or whatever he did. Did I try to, 40 attempts. Did I try to fit in a Big Ben reference here? Yeah, I did. That's, that's, that's true. Trigger warning, yeah. Uh, no, I think I like that one. I think it's a All good right. one. Over um, under number of games played in the MLB this season, one hundred point five. Okay. Under. What if I? I think they're not figuring it out for a while, and it's going to be under hundred. Is that because the players' union is just so strong that they're like? No, yeah. they're just on a full-on lockout now. Yeah, they're locked out. I think it's under, and I think. They're going to be like, people are going to be outraged. And it's actually like, no, everyone's just like, who cares? We're watching F1. Uh, if they're smart, yeah. it'll be over one way or another, but they're not smart. So it'll, I, I'm no, actually taking the under. Yeah, I think that's a good call. And I, it's a good call, but no one cares. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think you're right, but I think also no one cares. I know, but isn't that incredible that a result. major sport would have a lockout and people would be, be like, you know what? A hundred game season sounds nice. Yeah, Let's just do I that instead so, of 162. Like, I don't really miss baseball because I'm watching be honest, Yellow that's what it be anyway. And Beth uh, is fighting Marty, uh, and it's great. This is a great. This is this Marty is and Rip the... are fist fighting in <laughs> the now bull, we've in got the bullpen. we've got horses, minivans, we've got uh, boat casinos, we've we've got it all, folks. Poppy. We're we're going. Um, we've got helicopters that are heroin. doing helicopters <laughs> like, that are doing stunts. Is that a green screen? Because I'm only one. I'm no, only two episodes in. No, that's not a green screen. And that that's helicopter pilot real. is doing some maneuvers with really important. Uh, actors, important is relative, uh, like the actual actors all around and horses. And these actors are on horses. This has to be the most expensive insurance show of all time. Oh, oh, my friend, do you like people on horses? Wait till you get to season four because it's 85% people on horses. Uh, that is not relative to the plot. And I'm glad you brought up helicopters because that doesn't happen anymore. I forgot they had helicopters. They really leaned in on those helicopters. And I just want to go back to the. I'm uh, two Ozark episodes in. There's so really much quick. helicopters. There's so much helicopters. I want to talk about Walker and Ruth smashing and like them trash talking each <laughs> Who's other. Who's Walker? Time Which one's that'd Walker? Be, be Texas great. Ranger. Walker's like the coolest cowboy you've ever seen in your life. He's actually his name's I think Ryan Bingham. He's uh, like a an phenomenal actual singer. singer. He's so good. He's like Is he on from all my the show Nashville. Uh, no, but uh, Deacon Deacon should be good on Yellowstone. I wish Deacon would make it. He's actually the parent on Hey Jesse. He's one of the dads, okay. or he is the oh, dad. Okay. There's not two dads. There's just one dad. Um, I've got two to wrap up here. Um, and, and then you guys can do also rands if, if you have any uh, left in the chamber. Uh, I'm going to do um, Luke Fickle will uh, end this year as the new head coach of Michigan. He will be the new head coach. So you're Michigan saying Harbaugh is going to Las Vegas Raiders. How do you guys feel about that news? I mean, I feel like if that got leaked, there's a I don't real think good it's reason happening. there. I really don't think it's you happening. I think so. Have you seen Why some not? Ryan Day steam to Chicago? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. I also That's don't think some Luke Fickle, Luke Fickle talk to Ohio State. I don't think it's happening, oh, but okay. it makes the most sense because how could Luke Fickle? He cannot just have this run Stay. at Cincinnati and then just freaking <laughs> yeah. stay. 
He cannot do that, which means he's got something in his back pocket, and it's got to be either Michigan or Ohio State. But to rely on that after the seasons that they just had and what just happened, I mean, Michigan did great beating Ohio State and then winning the Big Ten, but did not look good against Georgia. Uh, Georgia had a day, so good for them. But, man, how can you be fickle and not have something lined up? Like, even if you stay to coach the bowl game, whatever, whatever, you have to have something freaking lined up. And if both those coaches stay and then he has to, he gets stuck at Cincinnati by his own decision, that is going to be – that. that's a wild prediction. If he if, – if anybody wants to say he's going to get stuck at Cincinnati, I, I, I just don't see, see it happening. I don't, I don't think he did anything wrong. No. It's just the musical chairs didn't play like he needed it to. But I do think – I think Harbaugh goes, and I think he, I, I think he wanted to save face and in college uh, have leave on a good note and not leave like I, I kind of devastated my alma mater. I think leaving like this, he's like they're in good shape, they're in a good place, and I ultimately I want to go back to the NFL, and I believe that. I think he always wanted to be in the NFL, so I think he's gone. I always tell people to go read that ESPN article on on Jim Harbaugh because you have to go read that article. He is better in college. He can only he has to rotate these players out. He cannot stay. In the NFL, where he has players for seven to ten years, not very many, but oh, but see, I, I can see, I can already see the spin of like he learned a lot in Michigan with the, uh, you know, with uh, the. Uh, he did seem adversity. a lot less like a crazy person this year. I gotta say that. Yeah, I think it was the glasses. I think that really helped his vibe. Um, so I think he's gone. I think Luke Fickle slides. He right finally in, looks older um, too. Like Jim Harbaugh, for years and years and years, looked like he could just come back and play in the NFL at any point. I think he finally looks a little bit older and worn, and I think that that's just him giving up on being a crazy person, and I think that that's yeah. what worked out really well for his team. Do you guys feel like Matt Nagy, when he gets uh, finally uh, fired, I need it to be like public execution. Not, I don't want him to die. I don't want him to get killed. But it's like I need something more than just Matt Nagy got fired. I want him to like be trotted out to uh, the 50-yard line. Like this weekend. Like, yeah, like roast him a little bit. They, just you know, like, like have all they the don't com- let him, They like shut out. the locker room doors and don't let him in. Like it, it needs to be more than like Vic Fangio just getting fired on the bottom here's, line. Here's, the, I here's want some, blood here's some here. prep for a hot take. Are you sure Nagy's going to get fired? Oh, my God. Don't do that. Are don't. you sure? <laughs> don't do that. Because if Ryan Pace about. doesn't don't go do two, and they're not doing this no. by now, I know they'd never fire in season, but I don't know, man. That needs to be like a, a three-fourths majority uh, ownership rule where they're like, hey, I know you don't want to fire him, but we all voted and you got to fire him. Sorry. It's just bad for the I think for Jim McCaskey just makes those decisions. <laughs> God, is it great that she's 98 years old and supposed to understand modern football? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's not the, the best. Uh, my last one, uh, Bryce Young will win back-to-back Heismans. I had that He's one. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I liked yeah. him at the beginning of the season to win Heisman. I did not place it. That's on me. Hand up. My fault. But – I placed it and cashed it out way too early. That's on me. My fault. Guy Grady. They return so, a lot next year. They're going to be good. They return a lot. I think he's good. I think he's really good. He's going to throw it. I don't know who is going to supersede and who steps into a very stable uh, situation that can uh, compete with him. And I think people will be like, yeah, let's do another one. It's time for a double up uh, yeah. Heisman. Do uh, you have any more left in the chamber? I have one more. I have Oklahoma and USC make the CFP next year. Oh, wow. Mm. Big Venables guy, huh? I, you nailed, know, nailed I branch name. off that. I for, I had this one. I had Oklahoma will have a better year than USC. Okay. Um, so yeah. I think that those both can still be true. I think they can both go 11-1 and one and make CFP next year. I, I don't think, think USC is going 11-1. I, I think, it, I I think it's going to take a year. I think too. Brian Kelly can do more with LSU than 
your boy can do with see, U- I don't. UST. Did you see what year. they had? Did you see what they had left with Kansas State? They had thirty five scholarship players. He's gonna have to do I, a lot of portal work to get. I think they're, I think they're gonna just, do that. Okay. I think we fundamentally disagree about Brian Kelly. Yeah. I think I Andre think that and they I think one side of the fence here. Yeah, I think they the trend other. downward more than they trend upward. I think that, I yeah. think they're going to peak early and then trend downward and I think that's the Brian Kelly effect is that he's a name, he's there. They're going to do whatever it takes. They're going to NIL everyone for the next two or three seasons and then be like, "Brian, where's the results? You didn't get to the CFP." Yeah. But USC didn't have a terrible terrible season. Uh, Probably a lot of people will argue with that, but the idea that we were kind of looking at them playing hard and betting on a few of their games, uh, I just think that to to go a, to get eleven wins, that's that's going to be tough. I mean, I guess it is the Pac twelve. Well, so. I think the Pac twelve sucks. Pac one hundred. Um, so it's going to be a little easier. Um, I man, I, I see. I think LSU is going to have a problem because Brian Kelly, the accent is stupid, but I feel like it means something. And when he talks about Boston, people from Boston don't have accents, I just want to be like, what are you, what drug are you on right now? And I do think he's going to – because the biggest part of the LSU job is going into Louisiana and keeping people in state. I think he's going to go into homes, and people are, he's going to leave, and people are going to be like, carpetbagger, what's this guy up to? And I think this is where you're going to see Louisiana become vulnerable, and you're going to see the Sabins come in. You're going to see the Sarks come in. You're going to see Lincoln Riley come in. You're going to see people – just pick that place apart. And it's but you don't think that was already happening when Coach O was there? I mean, that was part of the problem, right? No, because no. Coach O comes in your house and eats a gumbo gator with you, and you're like, that's a guy I want to fight with. Yeah, I don't Brian think Kelly, recruiting was like, his problem. No, but he's I, got I don't that think other so. coach it, that he lured away. Frank uh, Wilson. Frank Ocean. You're, you're not wrong, but I, I, weirdly, I think if Brian Kelly had gone anywhere else, he would have been fine. He would have done great. I think this was the one place I don't think you can go and just succeed because you have a great system and a process. And I feel like he's going to fall on his face. Um, And I think I flipped on Oklahoma because I thought Brent Venables, I didn't really trust him. I still think he looks like Fire Marshal Ed uh, from In Living Color. Um, And I don't know why he doesn't have more skin on his face. But I like Jeff Levy. I like that hire. Um, And I like the – who's the – Dylan Gabriel. Uh, I like the transfer there. I think that's genius. And I think Oklahoma's going to play defense because Brent Venables likes defense. And I think they're actually going to be a little dangerous now in a way. I didn't – I think – I thought they were going to be set up for ruin. I think they're actually set up pretty well now. And part of my USC thing is I just think that Lincoln Riley's overrated. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I think he's a great coach. I just think he's overrated. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I don't know that he has – He's done the thing where he has innovated offensively. Now he's got to do the thing where he uh, innovates a program and right. um, he thinks uh, holistically about it and not just. And that's like going to be really position. hard to do at USC. I just don't think he has the same vibe that Pete Carroll does. And I'm not talking about the, yeah. like, the, the allegation of legal stuff. I'm talking about like on field. I, I think Lincoln Riley's incredible, but he just really seems like that Joe Brady type. He, he'd be an incredible college offensive coordinator, maybe the best in the country as a head coach leading a storied franchise back to glory. I don't know, man. I think he's going to get on the cusp again, just like he did with Oklahoma with, I think, he's I think it's, but I think it's competition too, though. I think it's mm-hmm. the PAC 12, what they have. Who is he competing with in the step back. 12? I mean, at least he had Iowa, Wisconsin, Iowa state. I mean, you know, not Texas, but like, out there, you have UCLA, what Oregon, maybe, and then who yeah. after that? Like, I think so. it'll be the same Chip thing. Kelly, he'll bro. probably get blown out in the first round a few years, um, but he'll have the opportunity to build a real recruiting machine out there over under two and a half years before he shaves his head completely bald. 
he's over. Like, he, this, seems this like, he seems like he seems like L.A. Like he's gonna he's gonna get hair more. Oh, he's going. Are you going? Some, are you going the direction? Yeah. <gasps> he's getting the Drew Brees, Brian Urlacher treatment. That, he's not getting the Jason. Have Witt. Seen, he's he, not getting the Jason Witten. I can tell you that right now. But have you seen those visors that have the hair already in it? What if he just has that? <laughs> Listen, now that you're speaking my language because I want to go back to visors. <laughs> it's just it. not really an option. But it, is there like a Let's faux go. hawk situation built into one of those things? I'm all in. Right, I've, I've got one more. Okay. Okay. And this is this is for the sport that we get the most credit for. Our listeners absolutely mm-hmm. loving the NBA National Basketball Association. Yep. If I take the Bulls and the Warriors. To win the championship, would you? Don't do the Bulls. I've got the Warriors. Would with you? you. Would I've you got take it on field? my list? Uh, I would. I, I get the Suns. I, see, I just don't think CP3 can hold up. That's always going to be an issue for them. Or Aiton. Always. This is the year that Aiton, big man. Well, he's been out for like the past like two months, so he'll be primed and ready for. Yeah, but I think he's going to. I think he's going to stay injured. Unfortunately, see, I, like, I, like, I like him, but. I like the Warriors a lot because I think it turns into a different game of the playoffs. They're uh, battle-tested. Clay's going to come back strong. And they play a little defense this year. Play a lot of defense, young guys. And they're fun. Legs. Like They check all the boxes. Yeah, So I get the absolutely. Bulls and the Warriors. So I, you taking the field, Knox? The, the Bulls is such a fake. Uh, uh, I know, like but I love it bet. so much. No, don't love it so much. Get out of there. You don't like that. It's when it slows down and they're playing ISO ball and you've DeMar DeRozan's taking a 28 footer. You're gonna be like, wow, I really wasted it. It doesn't matter. He just gets to the end of the game and just jacks threes and hits them all. And they just win all the games. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he really does. He really does. It's a crucial effect. I'll ride half of that with you. All right. Love it. Okay. I I actually think those were all perfect. Like I think that was, a, we're going to hit a hundred percent of those. I really do. I feel really good about those, you know, um, let's okay. So let's go ahead and transition now to surrender cobras. Um, okay. I just want to, I'll keep mine short. Mine's very simple and a little bit, you know, going into this, I was like, I want to, uh, surrender cobra to Kirk Herbstreit and Desmond Howard for really going after the, the kids who did, or who opted out. I, I think when I went back and watched it, I think it's less about, uh, going after the kids specifically because we kind of had a text thread exchange about Matt Corral sprained ankle. It was like, what do they think about this? It now? looked way worse than a sprained were, ankle at the time. It did. It, it looked, looked way terrible. worse. And that's my guy. So I felt really bad about him. I was just, it was a tender moment for me, you know? Um, but I think it was less about that and more them kind of being the old timers be like, why don't bulls matter anymore? Um, and I think it's, so my frustration was like, they just don't understand that it's because ESPN devalued bowls, like college football devalued. Like no one cares about bowls anymore because they made it so. It's not these kids. So I don't, I don't ever like the older generations trying to dunk on the younger generations. But that's the certain curve. It's just all the bowl games that I just don't care about, and it's muddled because of the early signing period. It's, early, it's muddled because of opt outs, and I don't fault anyone for it. But it just is a really unwatchable product. And that's this was the first year it really hit me like that. Yes, and this was really the worst year of bowl games, and and I do wonder. So bad. First of all, if you listen to the entire thing, the entire context with the nuance of what they were arguing, it is a little bit of old man on the front porch saying, get off my lawn, get onto the sidewalk or the trail to my front porch. They weren't saying, leave my property. Okay. It was, it was not actually as bad as whatever the freak occurred, um, all over Twitter and everything else like that. It it was, it was more nuanced than that, but I think that you've got it right. I'm wondering if their angle wasn't even kind of a shot at ESPN and saying you all having all of these bowls and making sure they all get televised 
it's too much. It's just too much. The product is terrible. Just like you're saying, I got to tell you, I would start these bowls and I'd be like, I don't care if this is going to be a shootout. This is a terrible game. Like it's completely ugly. It's not fun. There was a lot of very, very bad games that were completely unpredictable. And what I mean by unpredictable is that I didn't pick them to go the way I wanted yeah. them to. Sure. And right. I could not yeah. figure out how to make money on them. Hey, so you know I what? stopped. Credit to you. You acted as a metaphor. You were like, me being unable to pick winners is a meta- is a symptom. I was the metaphor, and Kirk no, and it. Desmond were the simile, okay? I'm kind of yeah. a writer, okay. so if I need to explain that sure. to you all, I can do that. Sure. But, yeah, yeah I, I don't think it was as bad as what occurred afterwards, and I cannot believe it spiked yeah. like that, but it makes complete sense because if you just take a snippet, it didn't sound good. But they had a lot of nuance. Like the Rose Bowl is a very, very was a very, very big deal. I remember watching the Rose yeah. Bowl more than almost. In, I don't. I can't, I can't even tell you the teams that played in it. But I would watch the parade later that day. I'd watch the freaking Rose Bowl, right? Or the next yeah. day. I don't remember how it works. But you know those those <laughs> things were big, big, clearly very impactful. To you. Well, you I know, guess, I, I you know. remember watching them. I don't remember the timeline. I'd go play outside sure. or be active or whatever. But I just want to be like, just because there were three channels and you had to watch the Rose Bowl once a year, that doesn't mean like these guys should take it seriously. Okay, so like uh, Kylo Ren says, like uh, kill the old thing or let the old things die. Kill them if you have to. So relax for Herb Street, and also please stop dressing like a mob boss who's upset that you're talking about the stripper that he smashed. I gotta with. tell you. So I just need you to relax the wardrobe. I, a, a pinch, I gotta tell you, maybe? I love Herbie. I really do. I love him more than ever because he's just standing by what he believes in and he's taking his side and I don't think that he's wrong. Is he dressed I weird when like he's saying Desmond it sometimes? Howard. Sure. That's fair. Listen, when Desmond Howard's uh, on air said, "Does Wayne is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a B-word? That's my favorite Desmond Howard. Him weighing in on the generational differences about bowl games. I, I, Here's I a spicy take. I don't think Desmond Howard is good on that show. Uh, that's not spicy. That is lukewarm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Left so other people intro, agree uh, with this? Yeah, he. I think he agrees with you. He's like, ah, I've collected a check. Here, here's a real question: What do we do with Pollock? Leave him. He, he's great. Pollock. I think is he's the, good. He's Jeremy, a, he's he gonna need, take he needs spot. to do some more Herbie. He's going to take Lee Corso's spot. He needs to do more Herbie stuff and have any type of a take. Sometimes he is too okay, listen, down the middle. Listen to me. Uh, uh, David Pollock is to Kirk Herbstreit. Like Jeremy Renner was to Tom okay. Cruise in the Mission Hold Impossible on. Let movies. Me do, let me do this math equation in my head. He was Jeremy Renner was supposed to replace Tom Cruise, and then Tom Cruise is like, "What are you talking about? I'm never leaving." David Pollock is not replacing angels. Herbie. No, but that's the intent. And then they're like, "This is awkward because you're here, and he's never going to leave. So what do we do with this guy? We're going to spin him off into another property." I really like what he brings to the table. I do, just, I do too. No I, I needed him. him to take the next step. Is all I'm saying because I really, really do like him. But Desmond, there's no space for him. He gets no reps. Get some yeah, reps, that's man. Fair. That's fair. So thoughts on a bowl solution? You either play all the bowl games before the CFP, so you have basically a de facto sem- you know quarterfinal to get to the semifinals, or with the NIL stuff, you pay these players. The winners get X, and the losers oh. get half. Oh, so I now there's that. like an incentive. I don't. To I don't understand why it's not both. Andre, I think I think you sure. can take both of the things you just said, put them together, and now you've got the the best solution available right now. Especially when it expands, it's probably going to go to twelve. If you do all these freaking bowls leading up to that twelve, n- now you're building something. But there's still you have too, people there's playing still too for many something. Bowls. I don't yes. disagree. I don't disagree. No, but you you're still right. Have, they're playing for something, especially these last. Let's say there's twelve bowls and you have twenty four teams, right? So like you've got these 
if you play into it, you've got one more game to play into it. And I, I think that there's – if you put a monetary incentive to it, these keep some of these kids that are for sure opting out saying, hey, I don't want to risk it. Maybe they – maybe $50,000 oh, keeps them in it. And I love that idea of – because the, the coach, see that I like that we're lining interest with the coaches because coaches have a lot of the the incentives yes. and the bonuses Fact. built into. Yeah. It. So I like that you've got Nick Saban or not Nick Saban, you've got a younger coach or whatever, like maybe a Billy Napier next year, and he gets a million dollars if they get to the college football playoff. And then you have a starter who's like, I'm interning, I'm going to be an assistant manager at Publix in like two weeks. I just really don't care like what's going on here. But if it's like you, we split fifty million dollars. Yeah, and you get a hundred grand. I don't think it's we gonna be some fifty last million Boy dollars. Scout but if, if you're if if you're Kenneth Walker hey, at Michigan, fifty million dollars. Okay, I've seen the Jimmy John's commercial with the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. I know they have. They've it. got the budget. Let's for make it, yeah. this real. That that is a crazily shot commercial, by the way. Um, so so you're you're uh, Kenneth Walker, Michigan State running back. Is that, is uh-huh. that the correct yeah. name? The third, I believe. All right, so you're him, and Michigan State has one more loss, right? So they were mm-hmm. they they needed to play be good whatever blah 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 they could finish pretty high in the rankings. They had one more loss and then they would be basically in oblivion and no one would care. That guy should yeah. not freaking play in a bowl game. No. No matter if you're getting a hundred thousand dollars or not, they can probably pay him a hundred thousand dollars to not play in the bowl game to make sure that he's ready to go. Yes, I agree with so that. So then, what do you do there? But I, I think that the. I think it has to be the build. Still an incentive for this, some of these other guys. This one LSU game that freaking got played. What's going on with that? That's just nonsense. They had I, forty I scholarship with, players. It's well, so I mean stupid. the lingering what about bowl, this? the lingering bowl game. No, oh, I hate just the lingering the bowl timing game. Of yeah, it. those, it's like they the skin do that every year. What? What? Like no one cares about this. this or you know what game. else? It's not even a good. Or you game. know what else? Do what? the twelve team playoff. Do the first round. Okay. Play a bunch of bowl games okay. while we're waiting for the second round. Play the second round, and then keep making that get better and better with those mixed in. I think there could be something there as well. Okay, yes and. Uh, all of the bowl game winners, the playoff participants, have a snake draft, and they get to pick one player <laughs> from each winner. Yes, okay, yes and. System. We play one of those games at the halftime of the wild card round of okay. the NFL in the same stadium. Love it, love it. You're and telling me that that's not going to be a million dollars per kid? They have to do the Dr. Pepper throw chest passes at halftime. <laughs> okay. You always do the chest pass. Don't throw overhand. And also, Coach O is the commissioner of that snake draft. He's like, oh, with the first pick, uh, the college football playoff uh, draft. Yeah, this is where I was going to. Yes, and, yes, and. And Coach O and Dan Mullen coach both teams. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Okay, okay, I just, okay. I don't, want, yes, I don't even want to trademark yes, that. And, I just yes, want and. them to have This it. is the best one so far. Yes, and, yes, and. We have Coach, <laughs> coach O. And Dan is uh-huh. is Dan Mullen an offensive guy? Yeah, yeah, okay. yes, allegedly. Is, is Coach O a defense? Not this year, but is yes. Coach O a yeah, defense? Yeah. Historically, sort of. Coach O is an offensive time. line guy. No, D line guy. He's a people guy. Yeah, he's definitely. a people guy. All right, that's what he is. Dan Mullen coaches the offense of Vanderbilt and Tennessee, and then Coach O coaches the defense of Vanderbilt and Tennessee. I think that the Josh Heupelheads would be like, no, nah, I think we're good. All right. Well, whatever good. two teams. I'm just trying to do two teams in proximity, and we really yeah. want Vandy to like win the SEC, which is probably hey. – this is obviously a Vandy podcast. But what if you get no bad ideas. two coaches no bad ideas. that only coach one side of the ball for two different teams? Okay. This is getting a little bit uh, Sarsky and Hush, two dragons. <laughs> okay? You know what I mean? Okay. You stopped yes-handing. All right. I thought we had a real <laughs> flow going. Play with – hey, no, you okay. know what this it's reference okay. is. Play with me. 
Play with me in this space. I, listen, I'm just thinking about the flyovers, and they're like, I don't. What are we doing? What's ha- are they on listen, drugs right can now? I, can so I it's fine. make a comment on you always saying hey, about the flyovers? Paint yourself. You still have a, you have a surrender cobra coming up. So I know. I don't. I'm, remember I'm, to breathe. I am you know? I'm strongly avoiding it. I'm so sick of the flyovers. I get it for like the Nielsen Why? ratings. I love the flyovers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're America, man. Come on. Yeah. Where do you think you get your corn and cheese from? Flyovers. Boom. Got it. <laughs> yeah, but like, where are, where are all these coastal cities? They're not solving these problems. They're not getting Dan Mullen and no, Coach O to Vanderbilt. So let's no, all stay a little calm. Where Where's the national yeah. championship that Andre really needs Georgia to win? Boom. Indy. Thank you. Next. So let's all just take yeah. a breath. Speaking of taking a breath, the score was 28. The no, for the audio. Tw- Andre has to pee, so he's going to go <laughs> No, pee. for the audio, audio, Andre has to pee and get a drink. So, yeah, I know exactly where we're going and where this is going to transition into directly, which I'm going to bring it up so that I can just take the commentary. Notre Dame was up 28-7, and it just – I don't know what happened, to be completely honest. I have some Sanders talk to save as the Oklahoma yeah. State quarterback – but Notre Dame looked really, really good for the first 28 minutes of that game. Really good. Everything yeah. looked, well, looked well-rounded and was working very, um, very strong. What was the, I was trying to uh-huh. think of the word I was using. Effectively. Well, in one of the earlier uh, podcasts where I just kept saying the same word over and over again. Um, thick? No. Uh, okay, yeah. And very girthy. Very girthy. Very girthy and I got to tell you, yeah. that Oklahoma State quarterback looked absolutely terrible in uh-huh. he did. in the um, Big 12 championship game. Listen, I'm not trying to name names, but I, I feel like there was a text That's that fine. said Sanders looks like I know. S-word. I know. And it was true. It was true. He looked terrible. And then he didn't. Look like he he overthrew so- and underthrew everybody in, in the first 28 minutes, or maybe 20 even four. I got to tell you, he looked absolutely incredible running and throwing the ball in the second half question i get it real quick is it that he looked incredible or that uh notre dame forgot to make any adjustments i understand that but like i think that they didn't make any adjustments because there's the same game plan that was working it's just that he just turned it on and i think that they already came out at halftime and they didn't know what adjustments to make to this guy going from throwing four interceptions in the big 12 championship game to lighting mm-hmm. the field on fire, literally, with his feet and okay. with his arm in the second half. Another question, quick follow-up. When you say everything was working uh, and they didn't score any points in the second half, what do you mean by that? Like, everything was working offensively? Like, how they, did they plan to get out to big league? I never said they didn't score, score any points in the second half because both teams okay. did. But okay. sure. th- that Sanders kid was just absolutely incredible. W- when he didn't see the passes that he liked, his scrambling – the the adjustment that never happened, and I was just getting more and more infuriated, was that they never put a spy on him until like the late fourth quarter, which was the wildest Here, thing ever. Here's my here's my fear uh, for you, Jason, um, and this is gonna hurt, but I feel like this job is too big for Mark Freeman. It's always been my fear. I understand, and I I got you know what this game reminded me of um, Florida State Notre Dame at the beginning of the year when Florida State quarterbacks were doing whatever they wanted in the second half, and it was like. We're out of we're out of changes. We just got to keep running cover two, I guess, and just hope for the best. Agreed. And it was I, a problem. I agree. And, no, no, no kind of argument to any of that. And I'm just kind of sick of uh, Mike Gundy looking like like a, like self satisfied in the sidelines. I just want someone to take that away from him. Why? Like Why do you not like him? I think he's a good coach. I actually think he's a personality and a good coach. He's the Dan Mullen, but can actually coach. I have no reason not to like him. I just don't. 
Jason, did you know that Notre Dame was 79-0 and zero since 2014 when they've led by more than 21 points in one game? Did you know? Yeah, I, I did know because you brought it up on the text thread after I saw it on the screen like 42 times. Did you know that Oklahoma State had never come back from 21 down in a bowl game? In a bowl game or ever? Uh, probably ever. You know, the stats like start okay. to blur. The, 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 the Chirons, as Knox likes to say, start to blur together when mm-hmm. there's so many of mm-hmm. them that this was, the, this was the Pats Falcons 28-3. And that's what we're really getting at here in the Surrender Cobra is that I'm afraid for next year. I still think that they're a good team. I think they have great players. I think they have good coaching. Uh, I don't know about the long term anymore. And this I'm not trying to overreact, more... like be super dramatic, but it was yeah, 28 to 7, and one team was way better than the other team. This made me simultaneously be very fearful, fearful for Notre Dame's future, but also super uh, respectful for what Brian Kelly did, just because I think it's just really degree of difficulty is so high yep. at Notre Dame. And I think. Uh, we're going to see how thin that slice is, you know, uh, in the next few seasons. Yep. So, um, okay, let's go now. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Georgia Alabama. Let's talk about national championship bets. I know there's a lot to get to. Let's do vibe check, Andre. Um, obviously, you know, I think you were a little worried going to the SEC championship just because of the boogeyman factor. Things happen, you know. Uh, decisions were made. The boogeyman uh, showed up. Thrown. Touchdowns were scored. Um, now, having been through one round of the college football playoff, let's do a vibe check on where you're at for this rematch. Yeah, no, I think the vibe check last week was, you know, it was anxious, right? It was just you wanted to see Georgia play again. It mm-hmm. was you, what that sour sort of taste in your mouth. Three weeks of sort of stew in it and, and, and wanted to see kind of what they looked like, how they played, and I think they responded well. And I think that, you know – if if it's now or never, you know, I think it, it it's always had to be Alabama. Uh, you have to sort of beat Alabama to 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 be the to, to win the, the to win the whole thing. And yeah, um, you know, it's only I, it's only poetic that exactly. you got to do it. You know, right? So you had your chance right. to probably knock Alabama out of the CFP uh, in Atlanta, and you didn't take care of it. So now you got to beat them again. And I, I, it's very rare that you sort of get a mulligan and and get a second chance, but. You know, here we go. I think that they uh, – I think Georgia plays well. I think they make some necessary adjustments. It'll be interesting to see, um, kind of looking at some of these prop bets, kind of where Vegas is thinking, kind of the line, the total. You, you know, all of these things sort of – I just – I keep kind of looking back to it's – this could be Georgia's – it's just their opportunity. So, what's, here we go. So, what's changed? What's changed? Yeah. I think that what Georgia did, especially defensively, is they didn't change anything from the defensive line. They just expected their four to get to the quarterback, and they never did. I think that in the secondary, they decided to run a little more zone than they really ever have instead of cover doing a little cover one. So cover one is essentially one zone safety, and everyone else plays man. Um, I think they played a lot of zone, and there were – miscommunications, they had guys covering two guys, some guy wide open. And with cover one, you essentially say, hey, we're fine with giving up the 15, 20-yard pass. We're not going to give up the 65-yard touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where you can kind of live – you can live with that 20-yard 20, that 20 pass. You, the 65-yarders the are, are, are sort of the, <laughs> the bangers. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where Stetson Bennett left the field with four minutes left in the second quarter, and it was 17-17. to 17. He came back on the field, and he was down 31-17. Sure. So you almost go from, all right, we're, we're in this thing, it's a tie ball game, to 
almost an immediate press. Um, he did throw an interception. Uh, they had two turnover on downs inside the 30-yard line. They had probably kicked field goals, any other situation, and then a pick six. And so the score-wise, I don't know if – is it as bad as it was, you know, the game? I don't know. And so I just – I don't know. I mean, it's the homer in me. I get it. It's, you know, we'll get to our bets here in a second, not, but I got, I got to tell you from the Homer side of things, I, I can't believe that happened to Georgia. I know that, that all of a sudden that game happens. We all already said it, but you look back on the schedule. So many people said it. You look back at the schedule and be like, oh, they actually didn't beat anybody like a good team, but they killed a lot of teams. They absolutely murdered a lot of teams. And then Alabama just had their way. I think Alabama might've used it up. And I don't, and I, I mean that like kind of like uh, karmically or whatever, I actually sure. do – I'm betting Georgia, and I'm betting Georgia big, meaning big money. Big. Yeah, big money. I want the line to move to two and a half. I don't want to have to buy that extra half point. I will buy that extra half point because it's currently my Georgia minus three. I want to get to two and a half. I do actually believe, Andre, friendship aside, I love you. I love the dogs. I, I really do. But I actually do believe that this is going to be a Georgia W. Well, you know, you said, uh, I can't believe what happened last time. And I think I understand what you mean, but I, I, in another sense, I kind of exactly understand how that happened yes. because you, I don't think, I, I really reject the narrative that, like who's actually Georgia beat. I think they proved that with Michigan of like, we're on another level. Well, this they've done just, it 13 out of the 14 games this year. They have smoked 13 yeah, or 14 teams. I think it was a perfect storm of, um, Alabama being really good at the thing Georgia's a little weak at. I think uh, it was a, an entire week, and we talked about this, of Alabama elite blue star or a blue chip five-star recruits hearing you're trash and you're going to get boat raced. And you can't simulate that, you know. And so, ah, man, uh, here's where I'm stuck. What's different now? What's going to change um, uh, versus um, can you beat a really good team twice in a short amount of time? Historically, I've never believed you can beat a really good team twice in a short amount of time. But I also see I Andre thinks the opposite, and he said it before. It's hard to beat you the can. same team twice. No, no I, I do I think it's hard to beat the same team twice. Oh, is that no, what you're no saying, Knox? I'm sorry. Think, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost sorry, sorry. I tripped my, I, to beat I myself up. Yeah, sorry. To beat her, and I think that that goes back Saints Bucks like to for the Saints to have beaten the Bucks three times last year that's just really tough to yeah. do and for and not just Alabama to beat them twice but twice in a really compressed amount of time I th- I think that um, given the time George is going to have a game plan for what Bryce is doing and I think when you go back and look at that game Bryce it wasn't like he was he wasn't under pressure he was just really magnificent that yes game. he was they got he, he was incredible he, played, he was elite and. When Georgia gets to him, they have to bring him down. Yeah. So they would yeah. get to him, and he would still somehow flush out one way or the other. Yeah. Either run just like Sanders eight, 10, in that Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. I mean, like basically the same town. Right. And then he or he would find somebody <laughs> just wide ass open. Yeah. So I have to think, um, and this might be stupid, but I try to go back to like the thing that I feel is the truest. And I and I went back to this with Georgia, Michigan. It's like even though I've heard all this week about how Ada Hutchinson is maybe the greatest pass, rush, pass rusher that God has ever created. I just feel like, like you said, Andre, Georgia is really good at the thing, uh, or Michigan wants to do the thing Georgia's elite at, and I don't yeah. think they'll be able to do it. I feel like Georgia will have a game plan figured out for the quick hitters. I feel like they are going to be prepared for Alabama conceding the run, and it's going to be uh, nine men out in zone, and like, what are you going to do now with and it? Let's and let's not I, forget, like, John Minchie, like, 
when you have two yeah. like super super elite wide receivers, it's hard to cover them both. If you now you just have one, you have Jameson Whoops. Listen, he's mm-hmm. awesome. He and is. you have my boy Slade Bolden just running these yeah. little three yard curls. Cam- I get it. Doing cameos. During Trailer Park outs. Hunter Renfro. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna have Minchie out. You have Josh Job out was in the secondary. You had another secondary guy go out with a hip injury. You had a guard go out with a separated shoulder. All this against Cincinnati. Like they're they're banged up. Georgia is as healthy as they have been since camp essentially started and so i i think I Stetson Bennett just one played of the, his best game of his career as well against a good michigan defense not an yeah. sec defense but a good michigan defense and and i don't I, I, hey that's a good that's a really good deal they the oh, line is after you and he got away from no he got away from Hutchinson on close calls a lot i think you yeah. may see him use his feet a little bit more and he's a guy that when he gets in like a rhythm and when things are going well dude can dial are you talking about when Sanders down, from Oklahoma State? I'm just so burned. Yeah, that yeah. guy's second half was Not incredible. <laughs> I've got to move on. I get that. But I, I think Setson Bennett played a great game. And something in my in my gambling heart, and it's not my real heart. This is a gambling heart. Mm-hmm. This is where, the, this is where the, the, the evenest gambler on the planet lives. Just says yeah, that. Where all the same game parlays live. Yeah, oh, I got I you. do make some money on those. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I just don't. I think Alabama and Bryce Young used their dude. Their, oh, my gosh. Use their juju. I really think they used their juju in that SEC championship game, and they're not going to be able to do as precise a situation as they did in the second half. You know, just yeah. like Andre was saying before, this was not like it ended up kind of almost being a pumping. I'm not going to say it was a uh, you know wow. full pumping, but it, it was something close wow. to that by the end. But that was yeah. that was not the case. After, at Listen, high, at what you're time. saying is completely stupid, but I completely believe you and agree with you that I just feel like I, the fair. I, I, I feel like it's actually Georgia now has the element of surprise. Georgia has the disrespect. Georgia has the, uh, the back against the wall face. Even as a three point favorite, because to be honest with you, if Georgia gets beat, um, it doesn't matter. You've, the Bama, you were the monster. second best team in the, in the conference or in the SEC. Andre, and, that's and, where, and we, the that's where we do differ. If, if Georgia gets beat, it does matter. It is existential. No, you're still the same, but your if perception doesn't beat, matter. You're still the second is, best team in the country. It you is, are uh, that you can't initially. Red Sox getting eliminated by the Yankees uh, in 2003 yes. of just like it's never going to happen, and it's always going to not happen in the most excruciating way possible. Yeah, that's you what know? I said. It always has to be Alabama. You have to be. And I, so I think that's important. Alabama. That's real, and that is that is a motivation that, that you can't really account for on paper. Um, so, so yeah, I think we're all pretty aligned on that. Do you guys want? Do you have any like specific bets related to the game? I know Jason, you said you wanted to get it to two and a half. Any other bets that you guys are circling? I will for sure be on. I will probably just take Georgia money line. I will for mm-hmm. sure be on a strong three digit bet on the okay. Georgia money line. Um, Georgia money line. I feel like we started the season. I started the season with a three uh, three digit Georgia money line bet. I feel yeah. like I want to end it. And I do have. Georgia. I think Jason has the same thing. Knox, you may have the same thing. A Georgia future. Yep, I do. Uh, I have a plus seven hundred Georgia future that would cash uh, with the Georgia win. So there's a little bit of house money there, but I do think that Georgia wins. And I'm gonna t- kind of take all the the risk out of any sort of points, you know, one point win, two point win, whatever. Talk me into that. Cause that's minus one forty five right now. But if you put two fifty on it, okay. Hello. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> there could be if this if we get a couple more basketball bets to win. Wow. Your boy's yeah. gonna roll into Indy with a strong three digit bet. It's a, it's a, bet, got it's some a betting state. <laughs> it is a betting state. Okay, let me let me throw this at you guys. Uh, what do you think about the uh, first half under twenty six and a half points? 
I don't. I don't know that I love. I think that. you need twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven. Okay, 20, twenty-six is not a key number in any sort of way. I think you need twenty-seven. All right, first you, quarter ten and a half under ten and a half. Don't love it either. You see, both teams get two possessions. I, I kind of. I'm trying to think. of How do I think this game's going to go? Right. I so don't. That's what I, I don't think it's going to go SEC championship. Okay. So then, are you saying it's going to go Clemson first game of the season, Georgia? Do you think Georgia is going to use uh, up all their energy to establish their defense and then somehow find more energy to sustain that throughout the game? Well, I think defensively they're going to show up, and I, th- I do think part of their uh, offensive game plan is going to be we're going to hold the ball, we're going to own the ball, and we're going to even frustrate if Stetson has to, with the slow run. pace. Yeah. Do you know yeah. how many how many throws does Stetson Bennett have in the first half in the Orange Bowl? Over under sixteen and a under, half for sure. Over. Under. He had 23. What? what? He threw it 23 times in the first half. And see, weirdly, I feel like Alabama, they were like so conservative. He throws it a lot against Alabama. I feel like that's yeah. part of the deal. The, exactly. But he it. does. He gets in these conservative throws where it's a running back. It's a tight end. It's Brock Bowers. It's somebody who is, I'm talking wide ass open. Like he, yeah. They are very easy throws. And when he gets in these rhythms, he he then will it's take a shot. Catch. And he hits James Cook down the sideline. He hits Burton down the sideline. And and so where he can get comfortable, I'm telling you, he's the most comfortable with a lead or a tie game where he doesn't have to do much. When he's down 14 and it's a little sure. press, that's not, make you don't want extra, him there. It's third and six, and he's got to make an extra throw. That's where you don't want him. See, so, I have th- that's why my my vision for this is uh, uh, Giants Patriots Super Bowl, where Giants elite defensive lines, um, really good defenses interesting offenses but they can hold the ball and i think that's what george is going to do is really try to frustrate that alabama offense and throw them off the rhythm um and i've got james cook's receiving yards i saw him at 20 and a half yards i feel like over it takes one day. catch for him to hit that <laughs> seriously I feel like he gets one of those a game so I, I i think i tend to go this is going to be a lower scoring affair and a little bit more tense than it is going to be a higher brock scoring bowers affair. is currently over under 66 and a half receiving yards he had 130 in this. That's an over bet for me. Lock that down. That's an over bet. I know they're going to try to lock him down, though. I know they're going to be like, "Well, it's key on." What yeah, but that's, that's that's what they try to do. And then as soon as the backs and the and the people on the edge started happening with that with um, Michigan, uh huh. The, the person that ended up being open was the person they tried to take out of the game from a, a smart sure. defense. So I I do agree, but he just he has to almost have half of what he had last time to get that over. Yeah, and that's essentially so. He had ten catches for 130, what six in the SEC championship game. So you're saying he basically has half half catches, half yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I like that. But I think one an interesting prop is Bryce Young over 314 yards. I don't know because man. I think if that's Alabama, right? But I think if Alabama does what they want to do, he's going to throw it. And if they're losing, he's going to throw it. Yeah, he's always going to throw it. They're they're not going to. I completely run it. agree. But right. if we're saying what we think we're saying, which is that where this, he's just less possessions. Well, um, also a very good point. I really thought about that, but that actually works really well for my point, which is that this is Georgia's halftime right now. This last month or whatever month plus whatever it is, is Georgia's halftime, and now they're going to make the adjustments that they didn't make when they needed to in the second half of that SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. And this is their halftime, and they're going to make those adjustments. I think that they're more worried about Bryce Young getting all of those yards than anything else, and not not and not straight to a prevent what? defense. But you see what I'm sure. saying? Like, I kind of like 
Bryce Young under because that number is so high. It's a lot against a good <laughs> college defense that you're playing for the second time. And trust me, yeah. 25% of me is also saying this is going to be a freaking shootout and Georgia's going to hang around. I just don't think it's going to be. I, f- I feel like if it's a shootout, Georgia gets boat raced. Yeah. And I don't, I just don't think that's how it's going to be. And I, th- I think we can, Bryce might hit that in the first half, but I kind of, I'm trying to stay consistent with like what I think is going to happen. And I do think it's going to be slow slog. And I know that Georgia I, I never over. really got to him in the SEC championship, but like Texas A&M got to him. Mm-hmm. Auburn got mm-hmm. to him. And I'm saying, hey, listen, take 15 yards, don't ear hole him, but like hit his ass to the ground. <laughs> hit him hard. Like he's hey, not a big listen, guy. Like for, for real. He the, doesn't uh, get hit hard the, though. He doesn't, but that's what I'm saying. Go hit his ass hard. When he's really not looking, take 15 yards. That's fine. No, Let's go. And, no, we're not doing – Andre, Andre, we're not doing that. High road. Listen, that sets a, that sets a precedent. Speaking, you're like, speaking hey, of we're NIL. Gonna, we're coming again. This is it's not a penalty, this is, to be honest with this you. This is an Andre three stacks, comma, ink, period. This is not an over-under achievers sanctioned. Uh, not endorsed. It, yeah. But listen, but what he's saying is true because I, I think uh, some of the things people aren't really talking about is the Alabama offensive line suddenly is not as healthy as it was in the SEC championship. And I don't know what the latest stuff is, and I don't think we would know it now. Um, no, I think that all testing has stopped for both these teams. Uh, oh. Oh, I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm talking about uh, – I can't remember the Oh, no, I, I meant steroids. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> there's two Bama the linemen. Bray yeah. Tuscaloosa. Yeah. That it's iffy, and and I think Saban even said as much. Like we don't really know if their availability. He's a guard. Yeah, he has a. It's a. He had a separated shoulder. Hey, by the way, I landed in game changer. I landed in Indy on Wednesday back from vacation. Okay, and the Alabama private jet was uh, about to take off. Oh, so Nick Saban to the Colts. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> love it. I love um, it. Hey, Great fit. Pr- press that. Yeah, push that. From, <laughs> from my from my from my buddy uh, to my friends, Nick Saban to IUPUI, and Nick Saban to wow. Purdue. Wow. Uh, I heard Brad Stevens, Alabama. That's just what I heard. But that's your friend that I heard it from. To so. coach football. Do you guys like uh, Stetson over to? I saw him at two forty nine and a half yards. I don't. I don't know. Like, if you think this is going to be yeah. low scoring, do you like the over? You're, you're alleging that you kind of like the over, but. I think I like – I don't know, man. I, I, I'm getting all in my head, especially from a gambling perspective, because I can totally yeah. see this being some some reasonable rushing numbers, a lot of, t- a lot of tight end hedge? stuff. Do you hedge and you go Bryce over, Stetson over? That's in interesting. Completely wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Stetson had 310 yards passing, three touchdowns against Michigan. And what was the SEC championship game? I feel like he had more than 250. He he certainly started racking them up and he like definitely had more than two. Yeah, that, that's where it gets kind of crazy. And Knox, I see where you're going. He had 340 in the SEC championship game. Dang, Knox, I feel like you like Georgia to win, picks. but uh-huh. then everything else is hedging against that outcome. Is that fair? Uh, no, I think I, I I like the first half uh, unders if I can get the number. I like I like the first quarter unders. I like a Georgia's in control of this game. You know, they possess the game. And I like the Bryce and the Stetson over maybe just to hedge a little but bit. But if you like the Stetson Bennett over, but you like the mm-hmm. but you're not loving you didn't say you didn't like it or anything, but you're not loving the Brock Bowers over. No, I do like that. Now that you guys talk okay. about it. I like okay. that. Fair, fair. Yeah. What about Jamison Williams under hundred and fifteen yards receiving? Is that an all because he's a Is guy that his line? That's his line. Because he's a guy that he's Double team he's not like a red zone guy. Down. 
He's not a red zone guy. He's not a guy that's just going to like wear you out with his route running. He's a mm-hmm. guy that's going to catch a 60-yard touchdown pass. I know, but like, that, that's exactly the point. He doesn't need to be a red zone guy if you're betting the yards yeah. over. I mean, if you're betting right. the yards but under, saying, he's going like, to get them can... to the red zone without getting in the red zone. But you have to think Georgia's game plan is uh, uh, a lesser corner, safety over top, and then make Slade Bolden kill me. You know what I mean? Careful. And I just don't Careful. think he can. You know, trailer park kind of Renfro, make him beat me and we'll see what happens. So I don't know. There's a few there. Well, uh, so uh, we're going to start a thread, um, I guess, probably Monday morning of uh, some of the bets we're taking and we're interested in. And you guys can chime in um, and uh, and toss yours in there uh, as well. Um, any others you guys want to talk about? No, but I think that's a good point. I'm going to start locking stuff in this weekend. Probably nothing Friday mm-hmm. or Saturday, but start looking those in, uh, looking at those. And then uh, Sunday and Monday, start locking them in. Andre, when do you get into town? So we are, we'll be in Louisville Sunday. So any of our listeners that are in Louisville, we will be downtown Louisville, uh, dinner, distilleries, probably the Louisville Slugger Museum on Sunday. Then we are coming up first thing Monday morning downtown for probably a early lunch hotel about 10 miles from the stadium, Uber back in. We have a uh, kind of an all exclusive tailgate, drink, food, all that good stuff next to the stadium. Uh, I hope it's heated. And it's uh, it is heated. It's indoors and heated because when we walk out of the stadium on Monday night, it's going to be single digits, and I'm <laughs> ill prepared for single digits. Uh, is, is I don't have Georgia gear for single it digits is weather. Very chilly here. So I'm borrowing gloves uh, from the Mrs. Three Stacks, a toboggan from the Mrs. Three Stacks. I'll layer up pretty good. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're excited. We're ready, and here we go, buddy. Let's do this thing. And, and uh, just so you know, um, if Georgia doesn't win, you you have the right to take like a six week sabbatical and just find yourself. You Listen, know, like I was out. hurt by Tua in 2018. I can't be hurt worse than that. So I was going to say, um, I don't know, Andre. But, well, yeah, don't say but, that. Knock hey, on wood, but, but, <laughs> but you're not wrong because that was hey, but visceral. It's, it's, it's Knox and Jason here. Uh, we love you very much. This was no. Listen, that was that was some crimson wedding stuff. No, literally, that I was again, in the but Georgia was not the number Devante one team with an incredible defense all season. Like this is no, but they had Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle and I know an elite defense. I know, but you jinxed too. the SEC championship game by talking about the boogeyman. You've not you've not said it so far today, and you need to not say it. But <clears> it's got to be. It's got Kirby didn't want to talk about it. It's got to be Kirby hadn't even heard of it. It's got to be. Talk, it's got to be now. It. It's got to be now because the guy said the bogeyman, and he's like, I never heard of that thing. <laughs> Let's now transition to cameo close to the pin. Um, so for people who are new to the show or people who missed last week's episode, we rounded out the first season uh, results. Jason, I, I don't have it in front of me. Do you remember how we ended the first season? How did that go? Uh, you scared us with all of your point points. Um, something uh-huh, point seven five. Hey, I'll stop I you right there. My shoulder's hurting from carrying this championship trophy uh, from season one. So we'll, let's get season two started. So I, uh, Andre took the first season crown. Uh, I came up uh, last time the caboose, uh, and, uh, Jason started out with a, I mean, I don't look again, credit to me. I'm not going to make the parallel. That was a lot like Notre Dame versus Oklahoma state, you know, big lead choked early. I'm not making that. I'm not doing that. So I want your credit for not making that parallel. Thank you in advance. So, uh, we're going to so start a new season. I'm Ball just reserving square. like where <laughs> We're all even. It's zero, zero, zero. 
and we're going to kick this off with a cameo uh, from the school that we hope uh, pulls through on Monday night. Uh, this is uh, we're we're gonna. It's someone we've mentioned this episode, this very episode. Uh, we will be guessing the cameo price of Mr. David Pollock. Ooh, Mr. David Pollock. Why are these guys on cameo? Like, I'm sure a lot of these guys are going to charity. Blah blah blah. It's wonderful. I get it. It's really it's easy money for them. I get it. I get it. But like, I can tell you after after I look at his price because I have seen the brand. Like, it's it's designated as I, like Drew Brees. I saw him. He's charity. He's like whatever you give me it goes to charity. Um, and I'll tell I'll reveal if David Pollock is once we all guess. Um, Which, by players. the way, let's take a guess on that. So Andre versus I. Do you think it goes to charity? I say yes. He's that type of dude. I say no. I say no. He's like fourth chair of game day, bro. He's still got. Oh, you don't know he's yet. He's the coach Knox? of like a little. Sorry, he's a no, coach of like a little youth team. That thing goes straight yeah. to like uniforms and helmets. This guy's hustling, man. He's he's still making a scratch, you know. What? He works for ESPN. He's like one of the main dudes. He's not fourth chair. Hey, TV work. TV work is not what you. For the think. record, he's like TV fifth or sixth think. chair, but that's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay, David. Okay, Pollock. so David Pollock. He was number uh, ninety-nine. No, I forty-seven. Forty-seven. Oh man, what was Damn, it? My bad. 47. I said 99, but I was One wrong. of my favorite numbers. Was he 99 with the Bengals? He did play for the Bengals. Was he 99 for the Bengals? Why am I thinking 99? Maybe. He broke his neck. Oh, he was man. in a halo. I don't, like yeah, don't. We were talking about numbers right now. We don't have to relive the entire thing. It was so traumatic. David Pollock, Bengals. He was 99 for the Bengals. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm ready. Knox is changing his guess, but nobody has shown. So this is above board. God, this is tough because I'm like, you're on TV. I know. But I don't think you're like that on TV. Okay. Uh, all right, I got mine. You guys yep. ready? All right, so I will show first. I'm 347. Oh, in my gosh. Uh, Andre is 100. Uh, Jason's 99. Okay, I'm feeling a little self-conscious because I got the TV 347? I feel like overguessed. <laughs> I feel like... Can we like you want to redo? I feel like we should redo. Probably <laughs> no. no. You've just never <laughs> been this off before. Like going into like before we know what it is. You've always. Why did you guys pick ninety nine and a hundred? Because because he's like, like a he's I, a reasonable guy. Yeah, like he's he's, he's like a very the nicest. Fella. No one's like he's a f- no one's searching him out for their camera. When Andre says gentleman, that's all about just like absolutely. David Pollock has entered the room. See, here was the guess I changed from three ninety nine. So. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're not. I, hey, to be fair, I lost this freaking championship of season one because I would not go high on people that had egos. He doesn't here, seem like somebody thought, that has an I, ego, but he does seem like somebody that's smart enough to understand that he's got he's got the money coming in, and if he could just do one okay. instead of four at a high price. Here's, okay, work. here's here's what I thought, and I'm glad we're talking about this. I, my thing was, I don't get respected on game day. By God, I will get respected here on cameo. And fair, I it's not how it works, but fair. Okay, so David Pollock, uh, he is <laughs> Jesus three hundred and fifty dollars. No, he's not. Yes, he hundred percent is. <laughs> My first guess was going to be five hundred dollars. Just both FYI, of you. So I, this I might, I tricks. might quit this segment. I'm not kidding. I'm so We've sick of this. Tricks. I am so sick of this. <laughs> he was one. We were two hundred and fifty dollars off. He was one dollar off. Wow, he was three dollars wow. well, off. Three, three, but uh, three dollars off. Yeah, I am Almost, so sick um, of this. I am so sick of this segment. <laughs> Why is David? That Pollock was a th- great example. See, that's a great example of me being so far off and David Pollock being so far <laughs> off on his value that we were so. So, close. what's his business price? Fifteen grand. 
Okay, was it probably charity? Probably still less um, than... Uh, it's not charity. It is. It's... Okay, technically it is. It's the Pollock yep. Family Foundation. Yep. So okay. it is so charity. I, with the, I want, that price, I want, it has Okay, to be. so one point to me. One point to Knox. Okay, no, not one point. A tenth of a point. <laughs> okay, I'll take it because um, that could... <laughs> that would have worked out really well in my Puts favorite. me in second. <laughs> he has... So in all of his cameos... Well, no. In a couple of them, he has a Titans hat on, which is interesting. No, that's um, his... It's the North Oconee Titans. Oh, that's his, gotcha. Okay. It's the high school and little league team that he coaches. He has some his really son great. His a legit little league player. Oh, I'm sure he is. His, uh, his house, all of them in his house, got a lot of shiplap and then like stained wood planks on the ceiling. So that's, you know, you got to pay for those. You know what I mean? So that's not cheap. That didn't come cheap. So, um, so yeah, that's David Pollock. So congratulations to me. Um, I've never been on the site, but I, I'm starting to believe that that cannot be the real price. I mean, I'll, I'll screenshot this, but uh, he has 24 fans, 22 reviews, all five stars. So um, he's a bit of a draw, I would say. That's uh, an absurd Grace, amount of money. Not getting a lot of reviews. Uh, Grace over a year ago said, so perfect. David hit the nail on the head, and she was so surprised. Thanks for the awesome work and quick turnaround. So, uh, Do you want to, you know, Here's what I want to say about David Price being $350. You're not getting a nonchalant video out of him. You're getting a no. I feel like it's gonna be very passionate. Yeah, passion, energy. He's gonna. He's to be honest. I don't know. I, I know he broke his neck, but I felt like he was a sure thing in the NFL. I felt I like he was gonna play for a lot. I disagree. Time. I mean, he, he's mm. the D- David Green of the Georgia uh, defense going into the NFL. But wow. no, wow. nothing. No. no. I mean, you're probably not wrong. Shout out. I feel like shout David, out DJ Shock. They're, they're boys. Much better. Much chubby. You know. A little bit baby fat. No, I Dave think Pollock he did. Pretty... I think he overachieved in the NFL. Injury aside, I th- I think that people were yeah. like, he's not going to really be able to be really good on the defensive line in the NFL. Is he? Oh, so I'm hearing you say is he broke his neck out of like I'm gonna I'm such a tryhard I'm gonna break. No, my I don't neck. think he broke hard. his neck. I think his well, neck broke. I feel like he would disagree with you. I feel like he disagree with you. That's what I would think. Um, well, that's gonna do it for this episode of Over Underachievers, guys. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing to the show. Thanks for leaving a rating and a review. Um, thanks for telling people. Thanks for telling people about the show. Thanks for your thought and prayers uh, about the Georgia Bulldogs on Monday night. I think we really need it. You know, Andre needs it, but we all kind of financially need it. So uh, I don't really care who you root for, but just we just need this. You know, we have bills and loan sharks and stuff like that we got to pay off. So let's just hope the Georgia Bulldogs win, you know, because this will be a might be the last episode you ever listen to. So uh, on that note, uh, I'm Knox. He's Andre. He's Jason. See you next time.